Greetings, vloggers, bloggers, followers, and potters. Dustin here from Dustin's Dynasty with another edition of this week's vlog. This week's vlog stems from a comment made this week. Uh, I don't remember the exact commenter's name, but it was in relation to video number 142. And that was where we talked about uh, being too nice or being susceptible to uh, being liked or wanting to be liked as an autistic person and how we as autistic people are sometimes uh want people to be our friend and we want to uh have them become our friend so we do things that are outside the norm for us and that and that is a challenging thing i must say um it's very challenging and i think it's a very good topic and they wanted me to elaborate a little more on it so i'm going to take this vlog because number one i didn't have a lot to talk about things are going pretty good this week so i thought i would share with you uh some good some good things that more, more in depth about what it's like to be too nice or be a friend and what 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 doesn't seem normal, what wouldn't be normal for an autistic person to do, um, that they would go the extra mile or that they would, what what the warning signs are of being a friend. Um, I've been in this situation a couple of times. I like the likeness and the appreciation. And, you know, we consider some people our friend, but in really they're not they're really exploitating them exploitating us uh from their neurotypical behavior and just because we sh we like them or vice versa and i've been in most many situations like that and as such it can be hard to decipher when they're actually taking advantage of us and when they're not um sometimes the red flags are around us sometimes they're not sometimes the red flags others that are trusted that we trust and see it and we just don't see it because we are we are we feel that we are loved and appreciated and liked for being who we are and that can be challenging sometimes likewise when that trust is uh, is ended and you forget that friendship sometimes going to having that trust back in as an autistic person can be a challenge and it, you can find very hard to be trustworthy of friends again for fear you will go down the same path. So, you know, friends, you know, they take uh, friends, friends of an autistic person, they feel that they're taken advantage of, of autistic people because they are considered them a friend. And they, and this, and that means exploitation from their typical behavior. This can also mean in forms of risky behavior, such as doing activity, act, risky behavior or activity, sexual things, and or even financial depletion with, with the intent of being a friend with someone, but the friend is taking advantage of them. And the autistic person cannot see this, they just like the attention that they get and from doing these things, even if they are risky or damaging or they're not supposed to happen, or they would even be something beyond the norms that what an that uh, that artistic person would feel comfortable themselves doing. They are going and pushing further and further beyond their comfort zone, so that they can be more and more of a, of a, of a so-called friend to um to someone just because they they get the likeness and attention that they want and desire. But in reality, is it really worth it? Is it really worth, you know, going through all that strenuous behavior and having yourself burn out? And I've been there. I've been burned out from it. But I wouldn't see that, you know, I, I would go through and do all these things and give all this attention and, you know, do these extra things that wouldn't seem normal for me. But 
I, I gave a lot of attention to these people, but yet um, I'm burnt out and um, I need, uh, I'm agitated and angry towards others that love me and care for me for the right reasons. Um, you know, they're seeing the warning signs. They're seeing me react negatively towards them. They know there's something wrong. They know it's not right. They know I'm doing the same pattern. But yet I'm, I, I, as an autistic person, can be very um, not cognizant of the need to, to step away from a, from a situation that can be very challenging or very, um, very hard. And likewise, it's hard for me to, to build that trust once I feel that that trust has been violated. Um, it comes from not understanding explicitly what what understanding uh, for their understanding what you just told to you is actually true to you and not what whether someone says about themselves is actually true. And that says a lot about something. So it comes from for you when you when you find something out about someone, whether it be online or you know through a person and they say all these great things you think that matches the qualities or the likeness that you have for them. And you just fall and fall apart and fall into the likeness with it. Do you really know if it's true? Do you really know if it's the right answer? Do you know if it's really what they're saying is true? And, uh, you know, you have to do your research. You have to do your vetting. I always say that. I know it sounds like a former political opponent's term, but it is true. You have when you're connecting with people or you're. Uh, getting to know people, you have to do your vetting. You have to ask questions. You have to get to know people before extending yourself further and further and further on in a relationship, friendship, any kind of uh, connection, whether it be personal or professional. You need to connect yourself, get yourself connected, and know all that you can. There is nothing wrong with having too many questions when asking, as long as you know you are getting the right answer and you know how to read the person correctly. And that needs to be explicitly said. You know, you need explicit answers sometimes. Autistic people can't understand social nuances. They need to be told things in, you know, plain, explicit terms so that they can understand them. And that is never said farther than the truth in the Forrest Gump movie when, when his mother always explained things in a way that he could understand them. Sometimes you need people just to interpret for you, and that's okay. So, you know, it comes from not, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, you often tolerate more than you would um, as an autistic person than what you would allow yourself to do in any given situation that you may not feel comfortable in just for the likeness and attention. And that's so true. There are things that, you know, and some things that I would have never done and I had friendships. I would buy things that I would probably would have never bought or I would have spent money that I never would have spent on anyone or I would have never done things that I would have done. But I did them because, you know, I, I like the attention. They like the attention. And it made me feel good. But in reality, it, it was damaging me from the inside. It was hurting me so bad. And it was tearing me apart. It was tearing my relationship with my families apart. And there was no real reason to why I was doing it. I was just doing it for the attention. And likewise, they were doing it because I was giving them the attention. And they were needy. And... um. Likewise, you know, it was a mutual thing. And when you have two mutual bodies like that, it's very toxic and very challenging. And now that I see that, I know to, to build a better boundary around myself and anybody else for that matter, so that I don't fall down that same path again, so that I don't get into those toxic traits or 
become codependent upon someone else. It's very challenging, and it's taken me a long time to build up boundaries. That video was that I last uh, that this individual commented on was created at a time when I was just start establishing boundaries for myself. I don't even think I had boundaries built around myself. I might have just been in the infancy of deciding to to cut forego. Uh, to cut off my c contact with someone who I had a very long and toxic boundary history with. And, you know, I feel better that I did. And I know, couldn't imagine life continuing on the way it did. It's very toxic behavior. And just for the likeness and attention, for the little bit that I was getting and the, a lot of what I was giving was just not fair on the cards. Um, You know, you you do not... You don't conceptualize the ability to whether someone is actually befriending you or actually taking advantage of you. And, you know, you always you do you seem like you do more and more and more just because you're being a friend or you're doing it because, you know, that's what, what friends do. But you don't realize that you're not getting enough in return for yourself uh, being the being a friend to them. Uh, they, they, uh, they seem to always want to take advantage of you. And when, if you see more that you're giving more and more of things and more and more of things in high capacities, high, uh, high amounts, high things that are that don't seem the norm or just don't seem just right. Or maybe you have to ask a trusted adult or a trusted friend, you know, does this seem right? Is this OK? You know, you have to ask yourself those things. Do they seem normal? Do they seem right? And if they don't, then, you know, you're hitting red flags and, you know, you need to stop doing it because and I'm one who can say for myself, I was one who gave, 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 gave and gave two times for two years. And I knew that I just had to stop. I knew that life would just be better. The misery would be over if I just stopped. And it, you know what? It worked better. It wasn't completely out of the woods, but it worked better. So, you know, it's very, uh, you know. You don't understand that, you know, whether you're you're just being somebody who is liked and you like the attention. But if you're giving more than you receive, then then definitely that does raise some red flags. And, uh, you know, you need to take wind to that. You know, it's, you know, you're, you're most when you're again, when you're when they're at the most vulnerable moment of an autistic person. Um, you are mostly victimized or go through the most challenging things to be tolerated and you're strongly motivated to do so because you want that friendship. You you don't want to break that friendship. You don't want to let go of that friendship. You will do whatever it takes. You will do whatever nece is necessary. And sometimes that means crossing boundaries that you would have never crossed for anybody else, not for a family member, not for a work colleague, not for a professional. You would be crossed those boundaries and you would have done anything just to have that friend and you have to think is that friend really worth it to you is it really is it really worth having that friend to do these things to do risky behavior and i've done some risky behavior over my time i've 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 stepped out of boundaries when i shouldn't have and i've crossed the line sometimes and i admit i did but i made up my mind that one day I, eventually i made up my mind both of my times i did it that i just didn't want to do it anymore and i knew it was wrong and i knew i had to stop giving into the need, the person being needy of my attention and my likeness. And I didn't, and I had to realize that I wasn't getting anything from it. And it was very taxing and very challenging, not only to me, but my family members as well. And I also had to realize that in, in, in reality, 
there was nothing that was going to come out of it that was going to be good for me. There was nothing out of that friendship, relationship, companionship that was going to be actually good for me. That I was, I was going to get something that in the long term that was going to be good for me. So, you know, it can be hard to understand that when someone is wanting an autistic person to do things that are harder for them to do, we push through it because we it's hard for us to read. Do they really want us to do it? Do Are they being genuine? Do they really want to do it because they're really desperate? Or are they just trying to pull our chain and trying to make us do things just to see us push a test or, you know, go through go through these challenges just to get up to the higher level of trust. And I think, you know, sometimes we have to realize we have to know our worth and we have to know our value at uh, why we do things and why we value that person. And, you know, um, you know, it's hard for us to understand, are they really being serious about us being friends? Are they really serious about us being in a relationship? Or are they just trying to take advantage of us over and over again because they know we're so naive. They know we're so we're so challenged that we can just do anything they want without asking. We're going to give in because we have that good kind of heart and we'll do anything just for them to like us. Is that what really what we want? Is that really what we what we really desire? And we have to look at it from a whole situation. Do we want to see where, you know, um, you know, is that is that something we really want? Do we want to keep playing this game over and over and over again? And I did that for two times, and I did it two years almost in both sentences. And I think at that time I was at my burnout point with it, and I had to say, I throw in the towel. I know this isn't going anywhere. I'm not going to go anywhere, and I know it's very challenging. It's very toxic, and, you know, it's going to be very hard on me if I keep playing this game, and I know I'm not going to get nowhere, and I know I have so much more worth me, worth to me and so much more ahead of me in life if I just do the right thing and look out for the good people in my life. And I found some good people, but, you know, I think if I had, I had to look at, look at the situation, do the pros and cons. And I know I'm not a fan of the pros and cons worksheet, but I did it. And I did it a lot of times after that. But, you know, you have to realize, is it really worth it to keep this, this friendship or this relationship or this companionship going just to be liked or to feel that I'm liked and not understand that they do they really like me? Do they really value me for who I am? And you really have to understand that. Um, you know, it's it's stepping out of them personal boundaries. You know, I, I, you know, sometimes you do things that you just would have never done. Like I would have never bought cigarettes for someone in my life. And I did twice, I think. I don't even remember. And I did things I should have never done, but I did it because I I liked the attention that I was getting and they liked the attention and they liked it when I did it. And it's not a fault on them. They were in a desperate situation. They should have never did what they did, but they did it. And, you know, I, I probably shouldn't have been as vulnerable, but I liked the attention and I did it. You know, however, when we are bullied or in trouble with victimizing, it can be hard we feel when we um when we when we when we are bullied or in trouble or victimized, it can be hard to repair the damage that we've been taken advantage of. We we feel like crap when we feel like we've been taken up. When we understand when it gets to the point where we realize that we're constantly being taken advantage of and we're not 
doing something about it, like building a boundary or cutting off that that cord of toxicity or, you know, just getting out of that situation. And sometimes those situations can be hard to get out of or it can be hard to understand. Hey, I got to get out of this because it's not healthy for me. You, you, you become so, so distant. So you don't under, you don't want to be a part. You just don't believe it. You're like, oh, that's just how they are. Or, you know, you, you don't want to believe it. You want to be delusional about it. You don't want to believe the truth. But when everybody around you is telling you the truth and then you see that you're 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 constantly being the the one that's giving and giving and giving and and getting a taken advantage of time and time again and you're not getting a mutual treatment back, then you need to realize to step out of the situation. It's very important. You know, it's it's very hard. Um, you know, it's it can even be, you know, as bad as, you know, taking, you know, more or less possessions from somebody, things that you would never even imagine giving to them just because you like them to be their friend. It would be things that you would never give to nobody that you treasure so dearly that you would never give them to anybody, but you do it because you like this person or you want them to be your friend. And that, you know, and not seeing the fact that, you know, they're just taking advantage of you and that can be hard or they're depleting your finances when you hold on to finances like with a, that clear on and clinging up for dear life and you don't and you're 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 depleting money on this person you keep going to the atm you keep going to the store you spend money and i've been in that situation too where you spend money and you're not seeing the value returned in its value and there's nothing to say about money equals money when it comes to relationship companionship or friendship but you have to feel that you're getting something out of it too if they're if if you're if you're giving why aren't you getting something out of that relationship? Why aren't you, you know, why aren't you doing what you need to do to get what you, you know, it's it, friendships and relationships and companionships should be mutually equal and understanding. That's the whole thing about it, folks. They should be, you know, equal and, you know, th there should be an equal balance and communication throughout it. You know, if you don't have the communication consistently, um, you know, you're not going to get anywhere. It's not going to be, it's going to be very challenging for you. It's going to be very hard for you to understand. And you need to lay out these terms and set your boundaries early in a relationship, companionship, friendship, so, or when, so that you're not victimized as, as often or as soon or as quickly when you set your boundaries and you determine your boundaries. And I know they're a hard thing to set, but once you set them, you feel so, pr so proud of yourself and you feel so privilege that you have done that and when you set that boundary for yourself you are a king you are a ruler so you know when the subject is a person of a group of people that has brought the and the autistic person is defensive towards you this can be a sign because they're frustrated i was frustrated when i was called out on this stuff um you know and you know i felt like it was you know i felt like you're doing what they feel. They you feel you're trapped. You feel you can't get out of a friendship. You feel you can't get out of you know having that level of connection. And maybe that's you know just cutting your level back a little bit, or maybe lessening your 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 level of a friendship. Like if if you have someone who you have to see still and deal with a very toxic friendship or relationship that once was and you have to say okay i'm cutting this from a personal level and i'm going to take it to a professional level which i must say is a very hard thing um but i do it 
and uh, two years later, I still do it. It's not easy. And there's times you want to give in and there's times you want to be a part of something, but you know it's not the right thing to do. And so you just do it. So that's that's what you do. And, um, you know, you feel you're trapped in this cycle and it just repeats itself over and over and over again because you're giving you're giving into people's demands and you're giving into people just to be your light or just have that connection. And, you know, there's so many places today in this world where you can go for connection and understanding and willingness that you don't have to go to the first thing you see or um, go to the first person that you see that gives you attention. There are plenty of fish out there in the sea. The world has millions of people of all likes and, and specialties that you don't have to do that. So it's okay. It's not okay to be full pressured to do things for likeness and, and friendship. You don't have to feel pressured to, to like something or be something. If you don't feel comfortable doing it, don't do it. I wish somebody would have told me that lesson a long time ago. I wish somebody would have said, you know, you don't have to do this. You don't have to give in. But your heart is in another place and you enjoy showing that love and showing that compassion. So if you're telling me that an autistic person does not like empathy, we show our empathy in different ways. And that was what I was doing. I was showing my empathy by showering people with gifts or telling people stories or sharing my knowledge. That wasn't like the actual embracing, hugging, touching. And sometimes it was. But in some instances, but it wasn't constantly embracing, touching, feeling, kissing. It was none of that. And be honest with how you're feeling and convey it to stand your ground. That was something I wish I would have done in both situations a long time before I had come to the breaking point. I wasn't honest. I would be honest, and then they'd make me, they'd, they'd guilt trip me into doing something, or they'd make me feel bad about it. And I'd say, oh, all right, well, we'll let's try to compromise. And the compromise is a wonderful thing. You can compromise pretty well. But if it's if you're compromising and you're still getting the same result, then you don't then you need to revisit it and be honest with yourself. Just be honest, say you're not compromising and I just don't think this is gonna work. You know, um, you know, you know, it's very challenging. But you have to, it's it can be hard for us as autistic people to have friendships. I have very few friends and you know, I get sometimes get jealous because my mother has friends. And, you know, I wish I had the same level of friends, but I don't. I live my life in my own way. But you must always know your worth. You must always understand that you are worthy, loved, kind, and you matter. You must always understand that. It's very important not to rush into things just to be a friend. As I said, you know, if you're looking in, the, in a certain community or a certain sect or a certain type of person, just because they have the same likeness or the same attributes that you do you don't have to rush this to be a friend and you have to take your time and know your worth and know what you're going to stand up for and stand up against you have to know your limits and your boundaries and you know you don't want to ever discount the involvement that it may that may be you may be someday and that sometimes you do things too much and you may be in the justice system. I cannot say that enough. There were things I probably would have done that I probably could have been in trouble, but I didn't. And, you know, I think sometimes you have to know your limits. And I just have to say that. So with that being said, I want to thank you for listening today. I know that answers a lot of the comments the con of that comment. Um, I appreciate you for sharing that comment because I think 
it's something you're right it is something that's not talked about a lot and i can give some of my examples and if anybody else has any examples they may leave them or may have any uh great uh content that may uh help them but i had to search for other content and i've found some and it's always good to to brush up on your content and understand your limits and know what your limits are so with that being said i want to thank you again for listening be sure to like this video if you like it. Be sure to tap that notification bell if you want to hear more stories. I typically release a video every Friday. And if you want to subscribe to my channel, please do. I also want to thank the new subscribers for joining on board. We're at 43 as of today. And I thank every, each and every one of you for joining my subscribe, subscribing to my channel. I always try to bring good quality content every week. If you haven't already, be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest at Dustin's Dynasty, on the web at DustinsDynastyUSA.com. We'll take, and I'm on Linktree at Dustin's Dynasty, where you can find information to all my platforms and podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Bye for now. Take care. Stay safe out there and have a good weekend.